Welcome to Show Them the Door, the only Vanderbilt sports podcast that's now gotten through two seasons. How many? Two seasons. Like one more than one? There's the one season. And? That was last semester. That's true. And the one semester that's this semester. This the is, semester that is now. Yes. Uh, this is the season two finale episode. Um, I will say that season two was considerably more fun than season one. Not dissing on season one. We're dissing but, season one. You know, we're just continuing to get bigger and better. Um, I am one of your hosts, Christopher Conway. This is my luscious co-host, Willem Azanero. And, um, you know, today we wanted to do a little bit of the normal and a little bit of the different. Um, <laughs> we're going to start probably by talking about the series versus Texas A&M in baseball. And then um, I know Willem has something fun planned where I'm going to look stupid. So <laughs> um, we'll get to that later, probably. Also a late happy birthday to one of our hosts. We'll let you guess who. But his birthday was yesterday and he's an old man now. True. <laughs> old, old man. I was going to post on the thing, but I forgot. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, so wish him a happy birthday. And as his birthday gift, watch all of our episodes. True. Share it with your friends. Sub Run up our channel. If we get to 100, we could have youtube.com slash show them the door or slash SETD, which I'll probably choose that one. Um, but we're only at 37 right now. So, so if you get you 63 of your friends. You and 62 of your friends to subscribe. I'm assuming they're already subscribed. That's fair. We'll do a giveaway next 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 semester. What are we giving away? <laughs> if you're our hundredth subscriber, you get a picture of us <laughs> signed by a firm handshake. <laughs> Yeah, would you fair. enter the giveaway? I would enter the giveaway. I mean, I'm subscribed, I guess. You'll give away you get three nickels. <laughs> You'll get all the change in our change star. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's the... We have a bunch of change. We can give that True. We need those for ping pong balls. Oh, that's so true. I forgot about that. Um, we can get our used ping pong balls. I think I have those in that bag right there. Bing bong. Um, Any whom. Whom. It was, uh, do you have anything else for housekeeping? I do keep the house. You don't keep the house is the issue. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm going to cite the screwdriver on our floor for the past two days. That was a statistical anomaly and should not be counted. That is a statistical anomaly? You're capping. When do we have <laughs> screwdrivers lying around? I didn't mean the specifically a screwdriver. I mean just you keeping the house. <laughs> I didn't say I keep it well. Okay. Um... You know, we're very thankful for these past couple seasons, and uh, I know I'm personally very sad to have such an extended break uh, for the next little bit, because, um, you know, I, I enjoy coming here every Thursday, and in this case, Tuesday, um, but hopefully throughout the summer, we'll be able to line up um, a bunch of athlete uh, interviews, so it can be more of an athlete uh, interview podcast rather than us talking, because as much as I know we, everybody loves to hear us talk... Um, they also like to hear us talk to real people. Yeah, to people who are doing things. And, you know, with with base, with the end of baseball season in the summer, as, uh, you know, as next semester happens, we could get a bunch of baseball players because it won't be in their season. Um, and then we could, those people are, like, you know, going to the MLB, <laughs> you know, maybe, like, doing things that are big. So, you know, they're going to be, like, bigger names, hopefully. Um, you know. It, it's it's a good time. We're we're gonna try to line up a bunch of people, um, and it's gonna be. I think season three will be even better than season two, and I know that, that sounds impossible. It does. Um, 
but I believe in it. And I believe in America. I believe in America. Um, but it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna be doing some work in the off season, if you will. Um, shout out Jake Hole. And we'll get on the yeah, we'll get Jake. He Hole never responded to our DM. That's so sad. And it's been months. Yeah. Him or Roddy Rich, they just don't like me. No, they just don't like you. But um, I think that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so going to baseball, I really feel like baseball is not going to be a lot of the podcast. It's going to be the other thing of me looking dumb. But Which, is that really ever what we're not doing? That's fair. Uh, we played a series versus number 21, Texas A&M. 12. And um, we lost games one and three, and we won game two. Um, game one, I don't know if the final score was three to two, but through a majority of the innings, it was three to two. And then I think... It was four to two going into the top of the ninth, and then they got like three or four runs to make it like seven or eight, and it was like a pretty winnable game, honestly. Chris McIlvain's been pitching well all year, um, and our bullpen's been doing fine. It was a winnable game. I don't think it was uh, it was too out of there. Um, it's just like for some reason our offense against starting. SEC pitching has not been able to really uh, put up a consistent amount of runs, which is not good when it comes to, uh, you know, winning ball games. One could say that. Um, going Moving to day two, we beat the absolute heck out of them, like 11 to 1. Yep, 11 to 1. Carter Holton had a really, really good day. Um, and then, you know, all the relievers that came after that had a good day. We scored in every inning except the fifth. Yeah, it was just like a very solid collective effort. Like, nobody stood out. Nobody had, like, a terrible day. You know, Tate Colwick was getting base hits. And, you know, if him and Carter Young get base hits, it's probably a good day for the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, it, it showed you what you, I felt like Vanderbilt can be on an every game basis if we put it all together. Um, but we haven't. And that showed in day three. Day three, we started uh, Bryce Cunningham for his second Sunday start. And I don't think we should have because it was very clear from the start that he was not, he's not an SEC starting pitcher yet. I think he probably will be. Oh, yeah. Um, But right now, he's not. You know, he got blown up for three runs in the first inning. He got blown up for two runs in the first inning. And, you know, you say, okay, whatever. First inning, two runs, get settled. Not a big deal. We score three runs in the bottom of the first, and I'm like, this is going to be a good day because our offense is on. Uh, Calvin Hewitt hit an absolute moonshot, and I was like, okay, you know, we have a chance here. Um, Maybe let's see if Bryce Cunningham, you know, calms down a bit. And then he let up another, like, five runs. Like, it was like seven to three at the end of the top of the second. And, I mean, at that point, I don't really believe in Vanderbilt's consistency to score over seven runs in a game uh thus far in the season and so it just tells me that we need to do something else at we we need to find a sunday pitcher that works yeah um you know maldo had a decent day once he came in but uh, i mean i would even consider putting fatrell as a sunday i just want to see if he's got it um i would consider putting riley uh patrick in that sunday position in that position I'd consider putting Christian Little in that position. Once again, regretting the decision to make Christian Little a reliever. The thing is, though, is that he's ramping up to not be. Like, you you can see that... They're trying to shift him back. Like, in the past couple weeks, like, three weeks ago, he, he, he threw, like, 20 pitches and he was out. Yeah. 
The next week he threw like 30, 35. On Friday, which is when I think he pitched, or maybe it was Saturday, he threw like 60 pitches. Wow. Like, you're getting to a point where you can be a starter. And I think that Christian Little could be a lockdown starter. And so if, if it were me personally, I would go McIlvain, Holton, Little. And then have Fatrell on the uh, midweek because Lord knows we're going to have to use them when we get to regionals. Um, and then, you know, your your bullpen consists of Pat Riley, um, Brett Hansen, um, uh, Berkwich. Nelson. Uh, Bryce Cunningham now, who can get you good innings. Um, Donye Evans. Who am I missing? I know that there's a couple others. You say Maldo? No, I haven't even said Maldo yet. Uh, Maldonado. We're going to get back Sam Laboki at some Laboki. point. Is he the guy that pitched like less than one inning last year? Where we were at the Georgia game. He yeah. came in, he pitched like six pitches. He was looking he... nice, and then he left. And I was like, oh, what happened? And then he died. He, yeah, he had to get Tommy John. Which is tough. But I, we have a bevy of pitchers. We really do. That are solid relief guys. Yep. You know, I trust Brett, uh, Bryce Cunningham to come in for an inning or two. Or three, even. You know, like, late in the game. Yeah. I don't trust him to start off a game against SEC pitching. Um, I do trust Christian Little because he throws a 97-mile-per-hour fastball and has amazing off-speed stuff. Um, I think that next year, if we don't... I don't know if McIlvain is draft eligible, but if next year we don't go McIlvain, Holton, Christian Little, I think that something's wrong. Unless there's some star freshman I don't know about right or now. Or if Fatrell goes crazy. Yeah, and I think Fatrell could be really good, but I don't think he's better than Little. Um, especially, he definitely doesn't have the potential that Little does. I think Little could be one of the best pitchers in the SEC. With his stuff, if he can just get more, a little bit more control and consistency. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I think I still think that a lot of our, uh, a lot of our problems reside. Actually, at this point, I don't know. Like, it's normally I like to say that a lot of our problems reside in offense, but it's consistency at this point. It's like game just one all around consistency. Yeah, game no idea what's going on. Game one, we lost because of our offense. I can definitively say that. Mm-hmm. And like you know, we had we had given up three or four runs going into the ninth, and I think that we score more runs, we we close them out in the ninth there. Yeah, and then we uh, that's fine. Game two is the example of what we can do, where we our our defense is great, our offense is great, and then game three is just neither. Yeah. Um, and it's it's frustrating because you see what we can do. And it feels like a wasted year for a lot of the talents like Enrique and, uh, you know, Holton even, you would even say. Carter Young. Yeah, and I, but, like, Carter's part of the reason I don't think we're doing very well. Exactly. Like, he's a great defensive player, but he's not giving he us... 0 for 4 on Saturday. Or Friday. The second game of the series on Friday. Yeah. When we won 11 to nothing, or 11 to 1, everybody was scoring. He went 0 for 4. And, like, I just don't understand why, because he's not a bad hitter. Because he's talented. Um, he just isn't putting it together. Yeah, and it's... 
you know, he was ranked going into the season as, like, the number 32 overall prospect. Like, he was going to be a first or second round guy. Yeah. And it's frustrating because you see what we could be. And what I think we, we will probably be next year. And it's like, man, we, we really should be putting it together. Yeah. We have a pretty big opportunity this week with not only Louisville coming in today as we're, um, not as we're recording this, but in, in an hour. Yeah. Um, because the tip off got moved, not tip off. First pitch got moved to five. The coin toss. Um, <laughs> we against number ten Louisville. That that'd be a big game to win. Big game. Who's pitching? Um, Futrell. Devin Futrell. Devi. And is it, this is the biggest game he's pitched? And I and think that's simple. He, it's easy. He could show it. He really has it. Then this is his chance. Number ten Louisville coming down here after we just got one win. This weekend, we're looking to really make a statement as a team. Yeah, we're like, need, hey, we we're still really good. And David Vitrell's looking to make a statement of, hey, I'm capable. We have a really hard final three game three series in the SEC. This is where it needs to click. If 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 we want to establish ourselves as a good team right now is where it needs to happen. Yep, it's not Because whenever. it's Louisville. We play Georgia. I don't know who the midweek is. We play Arkansas after that. Who's the number? Teams. And then I think we play LSU. Solid teams. Like, I, I it's, it's a lot of really highly ranked very talented teams and we really need to show that we can win so that when we go down to the sec tournament we can make a good run there and then you know maybe win a regional and see where we go in a super regional i i expect this team to i i i don't like i want to say this team can win a regional yeah but they, I, they can uh, yeah. They certainly can. By no stretch of the imagination, they could go. They can and succeed, it's just, but it's a consistency thing. Isn't it the top thirty-two teams host a regional? I have no idea. Because I, the top eight, it might even be the top sixteen. It's teams. a sixteen because it's four teams per regional. So I mean, we're not going to host a regional. Probably not. We're not ranked, and it's the top sixteen. Yeah, so I mean, like, we're gonna have to play somebody in the top 10 like this. And so it's going to be difficult. In the second round of the regionals. That's fast. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, we have to beat a good team, and we have to win a regional elsewhere, and then go to a super regional against an even better team and win a series then to even make it to Omaha. It's, it's. Yeah, it, I mean, we, we could make it to Omaha. It's not I think we, we have, we the, have talent, the talent, and we have the means to produce at times, but it's, we don't we have, have the consistency cons- to win enough games as it is. Yeah. In, the pl- in this playoff setup, similar to basketball, you need to go, it's a game of runs. You need to go on a run at the right time. We haven't gone on a run shown that we can go on run we went on a run at the start of the season before sec play where we won like 16 straight games against who i mean they weren't great teams but they weren't bad teams yeah but i mean after oklahoma state we didn't lose a game for a while which is which is big yeah but that's it's that's real early season we're almost a different team now yeah in the sense that we can't win three straight yeah even against a team like kentucky yeah we didn't win we didn't sweep the series at kentucky it's it's 
hard to imagine that we can be consistently good teams mm -hmm. night in, night out. And that's tough. Yeah, it's hard to... So here's the thing. We have a chance now, at the end of the season, going up against big teams to go on a run. It's similar to what happened at the end of the basketball season, where we enter the SEC tournament and we play big guys like Alabama, Kentucky, people like that. And that we basketball. really have to... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not baseball. These guys are terrible baseball. But like we play big teams and we need to turn it on there or we have no hope of doing anything postseason-wise. And we did. And we played really well. We beat Alabama. We almost beat Kentucky. I should have. We should have beat Kentucky. And we did really well. And that's why we had so much success in the NIT. And then losing to the eventual champion, I think. Xavier. Uh, Xavier. Um, now is wearing this, a similar arc with baseball. Where we're not really sure. But we are much more talented. On yeah, the issue is. We have seven Scottie Pippen Juniors on our baseball team. It, it, it almost like, when does it become... It shouldn't be this hard. This is going to sound blasphemous. But when does it become a coaching problem? Yeah, when does it become a coaching issue? What's the issue? Because you know what? We have these really talented guys. What's the problem? Why can't we do it? Some could say that's how sports works, you know? And you it's have just, down it's years. Just it's just tough. It's just how it happens. You have down years, and when you get enough guys together... I mean, we're, know, a, we're a young When one team. guy's having a down year, the rest it hurts the rest of you guys, so then you're, they're more likely to have down years. So what, it's tough, but what people said on TV, I didn't. Wait, I, was, I didn't mean to cut you off. Very good. I, I had nothing else to say. What, what people said on TV is because of the COVID year, teams are generally older. They are more experienced than ever right now, yeah. and for the next couple of years. Meaning yeah. that when you have a team like Vanderbilt or like, for instance, like Kentucky in basketball like who are traditionally good and dominated by young people it takes them longer to adjust and so up until that mid to late season they don't click like they should because they're not used to it but at this point is where we should be clicking yeah and you know i i don't think it's um i don't think it's corb's fault i i, I don't think it's scott brown but who's our hitting coach because I really don't think it's pitching. Yeah, what bombs there? Like, like I okay, think guys. Like we have the pitching and leading us to absolutely. We have the pitching leading factor. some of our guys to their worst hitting slumps in their careers, probably. Yeah, Carter's never hit this poorly. No, never. Uh, Even when he got hurt, Tate's he never hit this poorly. <laughs> and and like they're experienced players. These guys are good. They did really well last year, especially more before both of their injuries. Yeah, it, so it's, it's. It's a hitting issue in my mind. I think above all, it's a hitting issue. I understand that. I think it, pitching talent is a problem because we just, when no. you, when you, we don't have. Pitching experience just, is an issue in my mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. We have the all the quality talent. of pitching, whether it be from, you know, freshmen who just don't have as much talent, they will, but things like that, or the, uh, whatever it may be, pitching quality, you know, that's tough. But we have the hitting quality. Yeah, we Put have all the people that should I be. I think able that's to hit. where you can blame somebody because. It shouldn't be that issue. No, definitely not. You know, kind of going off what you're saying, I understand why pitching is inconsistent. <clears throat> because if you look at who was our starting pitchers, not a single one of them started a game last year. No. And looking at our bullpen, very few of them even played last yeah, not year. Not many of them, yeah. Like McIlvain and Maldonado played. Mm-hmm. 
but McIlvain's been thrown into the starting role. Yeah, which Maldo he's did an too, and job. now he's off. Yeah, because of an injury, but he's working himself back up. He'll get the there, but. And but then you know you look at Berkwich. I didn't know who he was till the College World Series finals, and he put in two innings, and he did okay. Yeah. Um, Donye Evans. I think I saw him pitch one inning last year. Yeah. Um, you know we have Holton, Futrell, and Cunningham are all freshmen. Brett yeah, Hansen was on a them. was on a mission trip. <laughs> <laughs> Man was more I means Mormon. Like it, it's all this proclaiming inex- the word of the Lord. None of it is things. experienced, and that's why I think that pitching in the next couple years is going to be scary good. Yeah, because not then. Then all of them are going to be the experienced. Yeah, so ones. then, if it's not, you have to think, what's the problem? But I believe in Scott Brown. Scott Brown That's the thing is, is Scott yeah. Brown will get it done, I, I believe. It's if just, not, then you question things. But hitting, it's the same thing one year later. Yeah, and it, it, the thing is, is Vanderbilt was hitting really, really, really well up until the playoffs. And then something clicked off for them. Yeah, we haven't really been good since the end of... The regular season. The regular season. Even the SEC tournament. That's honestly, we didn't, we didn't, by any means, do really well there. I, I would say the last time I saw Vanderbilt hit well was the FIU game where Carter got hurt. Yeah. Like we put that up was, like that was a bit of the we, we put up like 18 runs that they, game. Cuz they weren't the same. Yeah. Uh, Tate and Carter when they came back from injury, they were still producing, still doing well, and it's an injury so you can't like, you know, blame them. But but we haven't been We haven't offensively since. been the same since then. And Last these people year. are healthy. Yeah, it's been months. You can't blame the you'll see, you'll see You'll see glimpses. Like, we'll have games where we score, like, 13, 14 runs, and, and I'm like, like oh. wow, we can put up five runs a game and sometimes 13. Yeah. And, and then it's like, oh, we put up two runs a game. And, and when, our, when our pitching is young, so we get four runs on us a game. You have to bail us out. You have to bail the young pitching out with our experienced hitters and our experienced and hitters. And we aren't doing anything. <clears throat> He's not giving them anything. No, and it's, it's, it's frustrating. It, it's tough. I think that we have the potential to be an Omaha team. Yep. <laughs> it's a I lot harder. I think even harder. next year we will no. be. I mean, I think next year, I mean, who are we losing? Dominic Keegan, who is a terrible loss. Don't get me wrong. Is Spence leaving, you think? <laughs> Maybe. Spencer's eligible, isn't he? He is. <laughs> he, it's his first year in a consistent hitting role. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any boards. So, like, he could. Yeah. I, I, I believe it if you told me that he's... I think the people that will definitely stay are, actually, man, because Dom's <laughs> gone, Tate's gone. I would say probably Carter might be gone, but he might stay just because he's had a bad season. Because he's fallen so much. Um, Jack will things. stay. Yeah. Um, Davis Diaz will be there. Parker Nolan will still be here. Vescovy or not Vescovy Vastine Vastine but I mean that's a freshman yeah I'm saying who's gone oh yeah um Javi's gone oh is he yeah oh I forgot he's old um but that might that might be like looking at our starting projections without looking at if we were just to put them in from our lineup now Jack catching Vastine one Nolan two I'm gonna say Carter's gonna be back because he's had such a dreadful year Carter, uh, shortstop, Diaz, third, Hewitt, left, um, Enrique, center, because he has one more year with us. Um, and then right field is, I don't know if Spencer's going or not. But we have, we, we, have, we have corner left fielders. Yeah. 
Like, the I mean, I would even trust Leneve to play there. Troy. Even though he's his a, hitting is terrible. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, that's not even crediting guys like Rob Gordon, who's done well um, this year, and he's a freshman, and he could play, you know, something in the infield soon. We have guys that can play. But it's going to be a much... It's like we don't have the experience that we have going into the next couple of years, and so it's 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 upsetting because I really felt like this is a year that we could really put some things together, and right now they're not being put together, you know. Yeah, it's 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 odd. Yeah. So that being said, makes you go hmm. I think things that make you go hmm. hmm. Number one, Vanderbilt baseball. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think that's done with sports. Are you ready to move into making me look dumb? Okay. So here's the thing, boys and girls, and all the other ones. This morning I'm thinking, what am I going to do for this podcast? Because Lord knows we don't have all that much to do, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I came up with the great idea that uh, behind the scenes thing that you guys didn't know, Chris names every single one of our titles. I named one of them. But he names all of them. He also writes the descriptions on our YouTube videos for all of the titles and episodes, that is. So, I thought, let's test the depths of this man's knowledge, and I will read him the description of an episode, and he will guess the title of said episode. And so, before we started recording, he refreshed himself on the names of the I'm episodes. I'm going to refresh myself on the name of the episodes more, right, for a second? Yep. Just don't look at the descriptions, so you're all good. So, yeah. I'm going to read out a description. Um, and he's going to tell me which... And they're which only from season two. Only season two. There are <coughs> too many to go off of. Um, so just give me one moment to find um, some episodes here. Chris, give me a little... Okay, here's a solid episode. <clears throat> the. Um, I think I should be able to look at the titles. Oh, yeah, you can look at the titles. Um, Are we including episode one because it doesn't have a title? No. Okay. Where's the description? So you click on the video and then you. Um, you you click like the down. Look at that. Okay. The description of this episode. In this episode of Show Him the Door, hosts Willem Azanero and Christopher Conway talk about the past couple of weeks of Vanderbilt sports, including the men's basketball run through the SEC tournament and then the NIT, as well as how baseball has been going. Okay, so let's think about this. Um, Break me down your thought process here, Chris. So, it, it has to be, um, it's after our episode with Ben Cox, because we have an episode called NIT Hope and Sadness. Um, and so, I think it's either that one, lots of ranting, or blitzing through the last few weeks. If I had to guess, I would say it's lots of ranting. If you're playing along at home, mark your scorecards. He's correct. The answer is season two, episode eight, lots of ranting. If you haven't heard that one, it's an hour long. So yeah, it's, it's a big one. Put up, 
you know, chalk up some time in your schedule because you'll be sitting there for an hour listening to us. An hour. So and he's one now minute. one for one. That's Ladies nice. and gentlemen, playing at home. That's your answer. The next uh, next challenge here. This one's an easy one. This is a little warm up here. It's one of my favorite descriptions as well. I I I, uh, I gave a little help on the description for this one. In this thrilling episode of your mom's favorite podcast, our heroes, Willem Azanero and Christopher Conway, look into the past to determine the future of our baseball and football programs. Intertwined is a really good and thorough discussion of insurance. Oh. <laughs> That's um, episode 13, the one where we talk about insurance. If you haven't seen that one either, we talk about insurance, and it's really, it's good really good. My mom said she was going to teach you insurance, but she hasn't yet. We've got time. We do have time. Um, okay, that was a solid one. Now, <laughs> the next good. challenge, mark your scorecards at home. I'm two for two. He's two for two. This one is a little bit different. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't read it yet. So... In this episode of Show Em The Door, hosts Willem Azanero and Christopher Conway detail the last week of Vanderbilt sports that includes the men's basketball NIT tournament wins and losses, as well as the women's NIT hopes. That's got to be NIT hopes and sadness. Wow, you really cut me off already. I That's used, correct. I used the word hopes in the thing after I wrote these. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, so he got that one right. He's three for three, I'm but I think so he's much cheating. better than I thought. I'm not. Well, when you're looking at him, it's a little bit easier. Looking at you, I, I, if you just gave me a list of the I titles, don't know, I'd do Chris. the same. I'm sorry. So, here's the next one. Mark along, playing along at home. In this rather short episode of Show Me the Door, hosts Willem Azanero and Christopher Conway detail the last week in Vanderbilt sports. I know this is a little shorter than usual, but we were happy to see, but we're, spelled wrong, happy Ooh. to see you guys this week. This is a tricky one, because it could be two of them. It has one like and 20 views. Okay, well, I could have then said if I was looking at the, the videos. I remember, um, I, the only one that I remember being really, really short was the Jack Bolger apology episode because we had like one thing to talk about baseball and you were feeling like garbage. And so it was just not a good time. I just wasn't, I was dying. I think I'm going to go with the Jack Bolger apology episode. I thought that I'd get you, I thought you'd go for not much content. But yeah. you're correct. It's the Jack Bolger apology episode. Not much content had some some time though, didn't it? Four for four. Not much content. Hold on. It's 32 minutes long. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So um, that's still that's still like a. I mean, it's a shorter end, but it's not the 21 minutes that I think. Oh yeah. Um, the Jack okay. Bolger apology episode. Has. Let's let's. The thing is, you can't do the ones that have the interviews either, because it says in this very like I have a special interview with X. That's tough. So. Um, Here's a separate question. Yep. During what break in the episodes, so your answer will be from like one to two or like five to six, when did we get a new cover for the futon? If you I, didn't I, notice this, the futons. Yeah, I, I can't it, look it at it. It changed colors. Yeah, you can't look at it. Um, it changed colors between two episodes. I want... Okay, so let's think about it. This happened... Over Easter. Yeah? Yep. Um, it was... N no, it was a little bit before that, I think. I don't know. Is it not... Okay, what episode is the one where Ben Cox was there? Ben Cox was there, episode six. So is it six to seven? 
Is that your final answer? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen playing at home, if you looked at it, you cheated. And I know you cheated, so don't mark your scorecards because I know you're cheating. You, on the other hand, didn't get it right, unfortunately. It was between episodes... Was I close? Eight and nine. Ah. From lots of ranting to NIT hope and sadness. Um... Looking at this... I thought Ben... I thought, didn't we not... We talked to Julian about it, not Ben Cox. Yeah. What was the most uh, consistently worn item of clothing? Or shirt? What shirt did I wear most during this what, Did you? Yeah. This is a fairly obvious one. I mean, I want to say it's just the, the show them the door thing. Yes. I wore... The show them the door hoodie. crew neck. I wore the show them the door crew neck... We, oh, I looked at that wrong. One of, I think that's wrong. I wore one thing more than the Shums that are a crew neck. Like a shirt? Yeah, a shirt. Is it, is it, is it, is it the yellow Vanderbilt shirt? Which one? What do you mean, which one? I don't know your wardrobe. <laughs> well, you know the shirts I wear, Chris. Uh, it's, like, it's, it's a yellow Vanderbilt shirt. Is it a, like a t-shirt? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think I ever wore that. Is it, you didn't wear your Bucks, like sweatshirt for a majority of them did you i wore it for three times i wore my yellow buck sweater did you not wear three episodes did you not wear your your uh show them the door for more than three i wore it twice mm, i must have worn it three times then because we maybe we've actually it. let's 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 we've let's worn do a deeper it dive. In, in season two we've worn it for five of the uh the 14 and about to be 15 episodes yep so, i yeah. wore i wore it consistently in season one yeah um so okay now, here's a question that, you know, isn't really a question. It's open-ended. You get points no matter what. Uh, what's your favorite thumbnail from this season? You can oh, look at it. Oh, God. What's my favorite thumbnail? Um, the ones that I accidentally cut off her head are kind of stupid. That's <laughs> funny. Um, I think probably it has to be either the one of you grittying, the one of you in my jacket that was a rainy, rainy, rainy day. Me hitting them Okay, okay, here's my top four. Okay. Top four is episode two where we're drum rolling. Where I'm drum rolling. And I've got the... Yeah, yeah. The rainy day one. You grittying. And um, the Julian Hernandez one. Where we're... <laughs> solid. Where we're clicking. If you're listening to this at home, open a new tab and look at these because they're good. I'm going to I'm gonna narrow it down to you grittying and the Julian Hernandez one. I think Julian Hernandez is probably my favorite. Because it's so great. It's, I mean, it's I made like, the joke... The, the, the yeah, we're, we're, we're clickbaiting. So I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting here like, oh my god. And Julian's signing it, and I'm yeah. like, and he, he's in that. Yeah, so we we're gotta, recreating we these gotta for get, you. We gotta get Julian back on. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I've seen him around, and he's always like, hey, dude, what's up? And I'm like, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, Shout so out to my Hans. favorites, I'd have to say episode one's a classic because that's the one where it cut off, so oh. we're standing there awkwardly. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Are we including season one thumbnails? No, no, no. no. Season two, episode one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Season two, episode one is the one where it cut oh, off, yeah. so we had to like edit part on oh, the end. Like, I'm sorry. Oh, so we're yeah. sitting there awkwardly, like, it's funny. Um, if we're including season one thumbnails, though, like look at season one, the one where I'm throwing your bottle across the screen. That's a classic. The one where give, you're give me in the, my give me the re give me the recreation here, Chris. I'm like. And you can see the you bottle your like down like this. You can see like the bottle over there. And I'm sitting here like, um, the one where you have your the, your finger in. All of the season one thumbnails okay. are really good. Yeah, these are these are professional. I liked the intimate lighting episode. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got. We have I've the glasses, glasses on. Yeah. Are those yours or are those lives? Those are lives. I don't have sunglasses. <laughs> That's funny, but um, our thumbnails are also made by me, um, and I haven't done a great job the past few episodes looking at them, but. Um, they're a lot of fun to make. I like the one where my hair's up. <laughs> oh, yeah, the last one? That's a classic. Um, but, uh, man, that's a solid, it's open-ended question. Viewers uh, at home. I do a good job on our thumbnail. Comment. Comment what your favorite thumbnail was. Yeah. If you've made it this far into the episode, all three of you listening to this part. Yeah. Comment your favorite thumbnail, and we will judge you because there is a I'll, correct answer. I've I've never had a comment that I haven't responded to. I don't think, or liked. Yeah. So you know, if you want to interact with Chris. Yeah. Lord know. knows I don't do it on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. You haven't tweeted anything in a long time. No. I also uh, accidentally almost tweet on the, the show <laughs> account because I'm logged into both. Okay, hold so on. So I'll go to well, my let's, Twitter. Let's talk about what I... Hold on. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's necessary. So let's talk about what I woke up to this morning. So I wake up and I see at like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. Willem tweeted, I am but a pawn in the diabolical plan of the perpetuation of the myth that dairy exists. <laughs> And I, I was like, I know you were asleep. He was asleep at nine. Like, man was out like a light last night. And so the fact that I wake up and I see a tweet from like 4.15. Um, oh, wait, it, it wasn't looking at it now. It says it's 10.47. But I got a notification at like 3 a.m. that you, you tweeted this. And I was like, there's no way he woke up and was like. You didn't even like my tweet. I just did. Oh, thank you. Um, because I hadn't opened it. I just saw it like on my on my like That's lock screen i was like there's no way that's so funny but um, so what had happened was i was thinking about dairy i don't know why because it's, it's something i often think about it haunts my every waking moment if we're being real and so i go to the twitter and i'm like i have to you know tweet about this and so i am about to like draft the tweet and post it and then i realize i'm logged into the wrong twitter account i can't post this type of thing on the show on the tour twitter um but yeah i said i'm a pawn in the perpetuation of the diabolical plan of the perpetuation of the myth that dairy exists because it doesn't and i'm really lying when i say i'm allergic because it doesn't exist do you know that we're still at the fifth best current odds to win the world series in the college which just sounds weird it's it's tennessee oregon state texas arkansas vanderbilt What's Tennessee number two, probably? Number one. One? Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Dude threw the fastest pitch ever the other day. Did you see that? Not the fastest ever, but yeah. like the second fastest ever. No, it was 105.5. It was the fastest in college baseball. Exactly. But in baseball history, recorded baseball history, it's the, number, it's the second fastest ball ever. Let's University of Tennessee, 105.5. Ben Joyce. I mean, I could throw it, but it's impressive that he can also do it. You know what I mean? So, Chris, we're really, you know, running out of things to say here. Yeah. We're, we're pretty I, I did, I did so much better. Yeah, you really did really well. You got all of them right. I didn't, which makes sense, because, like... I did write them. You did write all of them, specifically for each episode and title. Um, um, we could keep doing stuff. If you want to make this a long, fun episode about random things, you can rate my tweets that I put out. I think I, 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 I just want to go through Willem's tweets real quick because they're they're interesting. Can I get a rating out of ten for each of them? Sure. 
So this is what we're doing. But they're like all so good. It's a it's a podcast about me now. It's my podcast. No, I'm mean, working on this super long. Also, the fact that your both your banner and now your Instagram picture is the Scooby Doo. It's hilarious. I can't even remember like where so, I got this. That you think your pin tweet is you think you can hurt me? I'm not even real. As if that's not my statement it's my most successful tweet and i think it's so funny chris said it and i tweaked it and then put it out and now they love me it's got three retweets for pete's sake um so i'll give that one like a good seven really only a seven yeah i think it's one of my best it, it's why a, i pinned it it's a good one but it's not i don't know i think that i'm but a pawn in the diabolical plan of the perpetuation of the myth there's so many prepositional <laughs> phrases in it <laughs> I, um, I wrote it and I edited it because I was like, there are too many words of. That, that is that is probably a 9 out of 10 in my, my book. Good. Just Sneeze and Siri came up and she didn't even say, bless you, what the heck at Apple. I give that like a 3. New Future album, a solid 7 out of 5 out of 10. I give that like a 4. It's just informational. Feeling ungovernable, might go to Zaxby's and order a Caniac. That's like a 6. I give that one a good. Did you like um, that? One? I'm only going to do the ones that you've tweeted. I'm not going to do your retweets. Not The whales are not afraid of old people. Hold on, but... If you, you, none of you guys follow me on Twitter because like nobody does. It's just Anthony, Luke, and Chris and all of his accounts and Sarah and Olivia. Mm. I retweet every Thursday the SpongeBob Out of Touch Thursdays and it's SpongeBob singing Out of Touch by Hall and Oates and it's. Okay. So it's really great. I'd rate it a 10 out of 10. So, heck yeah, I don't want hackers to see me send whale facts tweets to Chris. It's <laughs> it a good 8 it out of 10. Yeah. Um, sometimes I think about Phineas and Ferb, and I'm like, dang, that's quite a feat of humanity. Um, and so, in my, like, I thought it would be funnier if he was talking about, like, the stuff that happened within the show and not the show itself. Um, but because it's just the show itself, it's probably like a 7. I hope it makes sense as like a 2. Um, hold, hold on. on. Oh, we need to address the whale fact. <laughs> wait, 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 what's the? No, no, <laughs> no. I, okay, I'm moving. I'm moving down to the funnier ones. Okay, I'm like Achilles, but my heel is milk. Is a ten out of ten. <laughs> that one is my. That one's so good. I'm. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I've like made this that clear because I know we've talked about it a lot on the podcast. I'm allergic to milk, and if I drank milk, I would die. So things with milk in it will hurt me, and it makes my throat close. It's different than lactose intolerance. <laughs> so, like, legitimately, <laughs> I could, like, I could fight somebody, and I could survive. Like, if I fought Chris, I don't know if he'd be capable of killing me. I could fight him off, like, five, ten minutes. But if he made me drink milk, I'd die within ten minutes. So, I'm just so gonna, I'm it just really gonna, is my Achilles heel. I'm going to go through all these, these tweets that are just my favorite. Am I chasing the bag, or is the bag chasing me is a good one. <laughs> Um, I think Lickety Split is underrated just as like its own tweet. Um, how do I become a pharaoh is a good one. Um, oh, there's the SpongeBob out of Touch Thursday. I think a, another really good one is my recurring nightmares that I can jump really, really high and I always fall and die because I jump too high. It's horrifying. Oh my gosh. I got the I got the COVID shot, and I tweeted. I like to think that I'm Willem Dafoe, and the shots I got today were what's gonna turn me into the Green Goblin. <laughs> the thing is, is like I didn't think that one was as good. I thought that today I've had the COVID booster, the flu shot, and a Flintstone vitamin feel unstoppable. This is a really good somebody, one. Somebody somebody tweeted on that. That's not gonna last long. <laughs> Can't believe this our 455th Christmas without Suleiman the Magnificent. Is a really good tweet. 
Um, just realized I can't be Santa because I can't drink milk or eat cookies. Sadly, he fell off. <laughs> um, I like I like the DJ Khaled hate speech. Yeah, but it's, let me put you onto something you've never heard before. Place Thriller by Michael Jackson. <laughs> Y'all ever had monkey bread? Stuff's buff. <laughs> I'm staring intently at Tristan McKenzie right now. I don't understand how the moon works. <laughs> That's a good one. If bees were given welfare, what would they spend it on? Was a discussion between one and I need and to I. know. Um, and I have only... <laughs> I have only one answer to what bees would spend it on, and it's honey. But they make honey themselves. More honey. Um, I think probably your best tweet of all time Hold on. is... There's one. <laughs> I've got more. You have a tweet from me that, that that's just what I've said. It says Titans lost today. That's it. I'm dropping out of college. <laughs> yeah. I th- Hold on. Where are we? That's oh, a, back a couple. I think a really good one is I'm no longer a disbeliever in the magnetic that's field what of the say, Earth. My, that's what I was going to say. Thanks be to Chris. That's, that is my favorite tweet you've ever tweeted. Because I don't, I didn't, I don't get it. Or I didn't get it. So I'm like, that can't be real. So then at like maybe two in the morning one time, Chris like told me the whole- I explained the magnetic field to Willem and yeah. it made sense. And he was like, I'm I no longer- I went to Twitter with it. Yeah. Cause it's so good. I like, um, why do we pay taxes? That's whack. Yeah. But like, that's like a genuine- If I were a spice, I think I'd be garlic salt that's falsely packaged as regular salt. Um. Real G's move in silence like lasagna, a la, um, Lil, Lil, uh, Lil that, Wayne. I think, yeah, my favorite definitely has to be the magnetic field one. My first tweet ever was great. Um, I got my wisdom teeth out, and I tweeted after it, the dentist who took my wisdom teeth said it'd be done in, quote, two shakes of a cat's tail. That's precisely when I stopped trusting him as a medical professional. <laughs> and then I, tweet, I tweeted again, because I realized something later. Also, he didn't take two of them. I still have half of my wisdom teeth. Would I still have two. Four? Would it have been four shakes of a cat's tail? Maybe. <laughs> You're asking the real questions. I said this morning, I asked myself the age-old question. Am, Am I symmetrical? symmetrical? Yeah. That's a solid one. But I think the best one is either one, I'm no longer a believer in the magnetic field of the earth, thanks be to Chris, or two... It's also the thanks be to that gets thanks me. Thanks be to Chris, yeah. The way that I said it. Reverend um, Conway. <laughs> you guys know I'm an ordained He's minister. ordained. Um, Thanks to Universal Life Church. <laughs> I, th- I don't know if the Achilles heel one makes it up to my top three. Oh, I think it does for me. It's good. I really like... Um, oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. I like the I'm the pawn in <laughs> the diabolical play. Yeah, my top three has to be the heel milk, the one that you tweeted last night, and then the magnetic field one. I think my top three would be the milk is fake, diabolical, whatever, um, magnetic field, and either you think you can hurt me, I'm not even real, or the uh, Achilles heel. Okay. I think... (laughs) You you have a pretty solid Twitter. And nobody follows me, so I feel like people should. This is my favorite well fact. It's funny. It's a tweet that says like if a it says if a whale saw someone stealing bread or baby supplies from a store, they should have wouldn't say and then I'm gonna say the word anything. 
because we're a somewhat we have a good podcast, podcast. Um, depending on the day what's the newest will fact i need to know okay. well we're we're kind of out of content but we're happy to spend any time you know talking about things the newest will fact apparently no, it's no, oh, that's, that's their the pin tweet is whales are pretty um freaking big um which is just factual it's a whale fact um whale fact is spitting uh the whales don't make laws trying to control a woman's body because it's none of their business. We're not going to get too political on the Show Em the Door podcast, but if you care about any of our political opinions, please feel free to DM us. We'll, we'll talk to you. Um, Honestly, um, I'm really going to miss saying the dumb things that I get to say on this platform because I've never had a platform before. Like, I say dumb stuff on Twitter and I retweet it, or not retweet it, but I put it on my Instagram, and hundreds of people see it, and they see that I'm dumb. But I can so much more eloquently and fully say the dumb things that I have to say on this podcast. And yeah. I don't have anywhere to say it anymore. Nope. So if you guys want to hear me say stupid stuff, DM at show them the door on Instagram. Yeah. And I will tell you <laughs> or the stupidest Will- things ever. <laughs> or at Willem with 13 L's. It's 11. <laughs> oh, it's I, reca- 11 I thought it was 13. I recounted it's 11. So, you know, talk to me because I will miss you guys. Um, yeah. Also, DM me at Christopher Conway underscore. Tweet us at show them, the show them the door on Twitter, and we'll answer any questions and literally any of them. There's no content we will shy from. We may not give you the true answer, but well, we'll we will give you an answer. We might just send you a whale fact tweet as a you know, take this instead. But <laughs> ask us, <laughs> um, <laughs> ask us anything. Yeah. We really like interacting with you guys, um, though we have interacted with many of you. And I think that's an issue. We haven't talked to enough of you. Um, so, you know, in this downtime, we would like to talk to you. Uh, we'll be posting stuff on both the Twitter, hopefully, Chris, and the Instagram this summer. So, you know, we will still have a little bit of content out there, though we will not have another episode until next. Yeah, it's like August. Hopefully August. I think I think we'll be able to get in early August. Yeah. Um, no, not we really. won't have much to talk about. Classes don't start until like the 24th. It'll be like late August. Yeah, you're right. So late August, but I guess this is goodbye for now. Yeah, it's not a goodbye. It's a see you later. Alligator. So, um, you know, with that being said, this has been Show Em the Door, season two. Finale. Finale. Uh, We will see you guys later. Bye. Peace.